Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Tell Em JJ Podcasts. I'm your host, Johnny B, with... Jonah T. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on that. He, he yeah. forgets his name sometimes. He's like, wait I was, a minute, that's I was about to say, I was about to say Jonah B. I was like, that's not my name. Hold on. It could be. It could be Jonah. It could be anything. You, you can make up a name if you want, but it, yeah, I like, having, I, like I, I like the ring of it. I'm actually having a lot of trouble figuring out where to look. I'm looking down here at you, or and then I have to look up at the camera because that's where the video is that we're going to be recording from. Well, uh, what I do is as a little little tip out there, pro tip for those learning to do video podcasts and whatnot. Most likely, you're still doing remotely. And if you've done it for a while, you probably mastered it already. But we're just trying to figure it out. But anyway, so when I talk to you, I'm looking at the mic or the uh, webcam. And then when I'm listening to you, I'm looking at your face. Does that make any sense? That makes a lot of sense. But (laughs) I always feel strange looking at the camera. (laughs) It's always, I'm always looking at, when I'm, see, last time we did it, uh, when we did it last week, I was, when I was looking, when when you were talking, I was looking at you, your, your picture. Yes. Uh, and when I was talking to you, I was looking at your picture. <laughs> so, you know. I hear you. Well, Jonah, see, this is funny because if we if we eliminate the FaceTime aspect of this, right, and just use the webcams and then, like, we were going to record anyway on each side and just send us the files, then you eliminate that second half of your problem. All you yes. have to do is focus on the little... The little camera lens and just pretend that's me pretend i'm trapped in there your <laughs> audience is trapped in that little little eyepiece and you just gotta look in there and talk to them or i'll me. do my i'll do my best sifu sifu b <laughs> you you do what you gotta do <laughs> so okay so this is technically a test podcast but if this goes well we can use it as episode one sort of like an intro to what's going on because Last week, we tried to start up the episode, or I should say, we start the podcast with episode one, did about two hours worth. Uh, we were using a program, so we're using a program for like a middleman, and it didn't work out. There were some network issues, and they were promising that it would be fine with or without good network, and they lied. So anyway, we uh, we we have... A podcast but there's no video there won't be full video to it um there is audio i have to scroll through the whole thing to make sure it's still good i just kind of got halfway through it noticed it glitched out a little bit and i was like nope i'm not even gonna bother but <laughs> <laughs> we can probably release it later on as like a, a bonus episode or something like that just to be like hey this is literally where we started uh when we're on our 5000th episode and, and it's and you're uh... wondering where we started from and it's a shame because it was a, it was fun to record. It was a fun conversation. Oh, they're always fun. I mean, I always enjoy talking to you, Jonah. That's why we're doing a podcast. If I didn't like you or want to talk to you at all, I would not be doing a podcast with you. If not, it would just be full of swearing and hateful words towards you. And hope, but you know where I live, so I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be scared. I'd be like, Jonah's coming. My wife would be like, hey, you ended the podcast early. I'd be like, yeah, no, I took it a step too far. Jonah's coming. He's, he's coming over. <laughs> I have to set up the barricades. That's it. He's, he's coming to beat me. <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was a good episode. We went through a lot of stuff. Um, although I didn't notice because I was really focused on the technical aspect of everything. I was, 
it was a very um, not stale, but it was a very like no, um, it wasn't a very lively podcast because we were just like I was constantly waiting for things to happen, and you kept glitching out sometimes, and like you would freeze. So I'm like, uh oh, something's wrong. I'm like, all right, so just keep talking through it, and we'll see what happens. But now, since I know it's, um, we pretty much got everything kind of locked down. Uh, there's not much to worry about too much so i'm kind of like okay this is cool we can we can have a nice chill conversation full-on excitement here <laughs> well I, I don't think it was uh i don't think it was too energy dead it was i don't i don't think either of us are particularly over the top when it comes to our reactions to things i am so over the top jonah <laughs> i didn't even wear pants this time well i hope not uh, <laughs> like, but no, i would feel awkward <laughs> i didn't wear pants either yeah, because I think I think it was it was pretty much how we would have a conversation normally. What we did last time, yeah. Uh, sometimes we would. Uh, I I don't even know how we would get too excited about anything in particular. Except, I guess I guess if we uh, talked sure, about like, I want I don't even know how we would get excited about anything. No, like what what are you gonna do? We're like, that oh sucks. my god, did you see Godzilla? Which I did see, by the way. I got HBO oh, Max. I saw it. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, because I saw it too, so we can talk about that. Let's it, talk about that. We don't want to talk about spoilers unless we do it so like, say we saw that movie this weekend because it did just technically come out last Wednesday. So yeah. this would be the first full weekend that it was out. We can be like, all right, we both saw it. We'll talk about it next week. So if any listeners out there want to see it, we won't be able to spoil it. So then that way it gives them a whole nother week to want to go see it. But it's up to you. We can spoil the no, heck but, out of it. I don't but, care. But uh, yeah, we can... We can do that next week. Let's talk about next week. I got. I, I want to talk about Godzilla a lot, uh, and this is gonna be a shorter podcast. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, but good. you know, like what I can talk about today is Justice League because I I tried to see it and I got through it a bit. Um, and you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. Uh, I, two days took me to watch, but yeah, I I uh, I think I watched bit uh, a bit every day for like four days, and I didn't finish it. Uh. And I gotta say, I, and I and I want to say something. Maybe it's because uh, while I I'm not a when I was a kid, I did have some comics and I liked those animated shows and stuff. I wasn't that big into comics, so maybe that's why it's not resonating with me that much. But I thought it was boring. <laughs> I thought it's, it was um, it was boring. You know uh, what it is? It's. Hmm. I can see that it's see the problem is and I was talking to my wife about this I liked it I, I did like it way better than um, the first version of Justice, Justice League but the problem with that Justice League movie in general is it, it's basically just Warner Brothers and DC trying to compete with Marvel with their universe because they started doing they wanted to do I guess or I should say, yeah, they tried to do the single movies. Like, they started Man of Steel, which was the Superman reboot, which I liked a lot. Yeah. And then they wanted to, like, kind of quickly jump into, like, a team effort. So then they're like, all right, well, let's just do something very comic, like, fan comic. So let's do Batman versus Superman, which, I mean, when that was announced, that was freaking awesome. And I saw it, and I enjoyed it. And it was very... It, they had a lot of... Like I said, it was... Very um, fan filled, I, I would say, because they took a lot, a couple shots from the from the comic. They used uh, almost the same 
like gadgets and whatever that Batman used in the comics. They just added Doomsday in there just to kind of give a reason for Superman to die. And then, which was obviously a whole nother comic series in itself, which was the death and return of Superman, um, which then flows into Justice League. So anyway, their problem was they were trying to rush a series and story to try to get to their Avengers movie. And because they didn't have 10 years or I would say, I mean, well, let's see, uh, Iron Man came out in 2008. So let's say four years because 2012 was when Avengers came out. So they didn't have those four years to try to be like, okay, we're going to have Superman movie, then a Wonder Woman movie and then blah, 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 blah. Wonder Woman was introduced in Batman versus Superman. And then they did a Wonder Woman movie and then they did Justice League and then they did Aquaman movie. So they're trying to like throw them in. Like, in between these giant big movies, but then, obviously, that bit him in the butt because now you have these other movies coming out replacing these movies, but I don't know. It's just, uh... It, yeah, just, I, it definitely I, feels like it should have been, like, five different movies, like Justice League. Yeah. 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 And well, they should have I, been before Justice League. Yeah, I do enjoy the new one because they actually gave Cyborg a good story. Like they, they were able to focus more time on Cyborg and Flash because that's, um, that filled in a lot of time that was cut from the other one. But that's another thing because you look at the original Justice League movie and they just kind of throw those characters in there and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know who these are. Like, like you said though, you have, you don't really watch a lot of comics. And for me, a lot of like knowing who Cyborg was, was because of Teen Titans and, because of like the DC animated movies and back in the day when they had the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited because I watched all those like the Batman animated series, Superman animated series, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited and all those were the reason why I knew who anybody is really except for Batman and Superman obviously but um, like I knew who Martian Manhunter was who was cut from the original <clears throat> excuse me cut from the original Justice League because his part's like, they have no time to explain who the heck he is. They just kind of like sneak him in there. And that's, again, that's fan service. But like, oh yeah, hey, listen, he's a big part of Justice League, so let's just squeeze him into the movie. And yeah, so it, it's, it, I liked it because I knew what was going on. But if you're going into it, like you said, like not really knowing a lot and not really knowing who everybody is, you're going to be like, why am I watching this? Um, the only thing I didn't like about the new one, and I mean, the movie's been out for a while, so if you're going to see it, I assumed you were going to see it already, so I can spoil this a little bit, but, so they had the dream sequence, I don't know if you got this far yet, Jonah, but it's pretty much near the end, there's a dream sequence with Jared Leto, like, filming new scenes for Joker, and that dream sequence, or like a what if sequence, is, I thought that was terrible like it just like it was long drawn out did nothing it could have been cut out entirely it was just like kind of like oh hey we have this to show you as well hey look it's Jared Leto as Joker again and you're like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> so they could have ended the movie before that and it would have been fine but um but what I will say this is that it, it is a shame that I don't think they're ever gonna continue what they wanted to do like storyline because Dark Side was, I like to see Dark Side versus the Justice League. I mean, Superman usually ends up winning all the time, but he is pretty. He's like, 
He's basically like Thanos without the Infinity Gauntlet, so it'd be cool to see. Yeah. And uh, Darkseid, I, I, that's one thing is because Justice League came out uh, right before all these other movies came out and they were trying to play catch up with Marvel, it feels like they're, they're wasting their biggest villain very early on in their universe, in their cinematic universe. Like, yeah. Well, Dark Side yeah. is is huge, isn't he? Isn't he like one of the biggest guys in Justice League? He's um, he's he's big. He's like, I guess he's, I guess he's more like Superman's villain. But the problem with like DC is, as soon as you have Superman on your side, you're already like, you're already gonna win because he's yeah. he's already um, like what, what would you say nerfed. A nerfed player or a nerfed character or something like that. <laughs> a handicap? Well, they handicap him, right? Yeah, I guess. Or overpowered is, is what I'm trying to go for. Um, because, you know, it's Superman. He's just going to... He's going to find a way to win or something like that. But I, I did... I don't know much, like, who's... Who's bigger than Darkseid. I mean, there's the whole DC villain character line is just like mind-boggling i i i'm not because you know there's so many different characters but like marvel usually the the main character has a main villain like yeah batman and joker you know superman and lex luther but then you have superman and brainiac and brainiac's like this like he's a huge villain for superman but who's also fought the justice league and stuff like that um, Marvel, on the other hand, like you have, you know, Thanos, then Galactus, and then I don't even know. Like that's a whole nother thing to find. Like to find out where that's going next. Like after, um, like you have the uh, Disney Plus series going on right now. So I wonder who the next like Avengers bad guy is going to be for yeah. that series. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, Dark Side. That's. It's, I mean, well, you know, it's funny, too, because Batman and Superman, they introduced Doomsday, and Doomsday was freaking unstoppable. Uh, he killed Superman in the comics. It was like a whole thing in the 90s. Or, I should say, killed Superman. But that was, they did him at the end of a movie, um, like 40 minutes or so, whatever it was, instead of, like, trying to build up to his, like, coming or something like that. So, but I mean, I don't know. All I could say is it would have been cool to see because my introduction to Darkseid, besides, I think, first seeing him in the comic Batman, um, what was it? It was, uh, it was like the second comic of um, Darkseid, or not Darkseid, Doomsday. And uh, Doomsday ends up on Darkseid's planet and just beats the crap out of him. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, who's this guy? But then my um, first actual like, knowledge of him was in the Batman, or uh, I'm sorry, Superman animated series. And that was a really cool chapter that they have when Darkseid comes because like he like blows away a main character. You're like, what? And he has the, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Omega Beams oh, yeah, that, uh, yeah. that Darkseid can do. Yeah, I watched, I watched the animated stuff also, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, cool. you know then, you know then. Um and for the record, Batman uh, avoided those a couple times. So <laughs> another up for Batman. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that's that's what I would say about the Justice League movie. I liked it. Uh, I'm glad Zack Snyder got to do his version of it, and it did add more. It added more to it, and I'm glad to have seen it. But like I said, I'm sad, or, or I'm sad, but I'm sorry that um, it might not continue. Even though there's like an allegiance now of people like trying to get it rebooted, but it's like, listen, you can have over a million like signatures on these things, but. Unless those signatures also come with dollars, you're not hiring. <laughs> you're not hiring uh, Ben Affleck again. You're not hiring. Like that's not gonna hire the actors to come back and like the producers and stuff like that. Like that has to be a, a GoFundMe situation, and I don't think the studios are gonna be like, oh, okay. I mean, they'd be smart because people want to see these movies, and that they're rooting for it. So. Yeah. Honestly, I I feel like. Uh... I would really like DC to do their their standalone stories like the Dark Knight, uh, and they could go with the uh, with stories that don't have to fit in with their overarching canon. Like they could do Red Sun. That'd be cool if they if they did Russian Superman yeah, storyline. That'd be true. that'd be pretty cool. But they would never do that canon. So why don't you just make a one off movie? Like DC's yeah. movies were, are great because they just come out of nowhere from a different storyline and. Well, that's the animated ones. That's yeah, the animated ones. I don't yeah. think I think um, but one of my nice. favorites was Public Enemies, but I did not like the sequel to that, which was believe it or not, Apocalypse or something like that, which did include Dark Side. But I don't know why I didn't like that one. But I think I it was think... just a weird Supergirl story. I think that's why. <laughs> and I like Supergirl, but I think it was just a weird. It wasn't as cool. I don't know. But anyway. I think I, uh, my favorite DC animated movies are the the Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two. Yeah, well, those those are again fan service because the yeah. comic was so amazing, and I thought they did a good job with those with that animated uh, version. Yeah, sure. and uh, I really like the depiction of the Joker in Part Two. He's 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 like one of my favorite Jokers. Even even like it's I don't even think it's Matt Hamill in this one, or Mark Hamill. No. Uh, uh, but it's know, it was very good. I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I saw it when it first came out, but I can't remember who who did the voice of him. But yeah, it's very yeah because I read that comic. I actually own it, and it's very strange. Like when you read it, because it's such an you know uh, Frank Miller just like was just it was just like so crazy because that that dates um predates the batman 89 movie with michael keaton and that's kind of like where the dark theme came from for that movie so it's just like my favorite part though like it's just like seeing batman suit up outsmart superman beat the crap out of superman and i was just like i was in awe by that comic (laughs) i was i wasn't like being young i wasn't a fan of the um like the news panels, because I don't know if you ever read it, but there's a lot of like news going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, you know stuff like that. But um, I did enjoy the the animated um that adapt- that adaption of that that uh, the Batman versus Superman fight in in that storyline is probably what started all the arguments between uh between who would win Batman versus Superman. And Batman would win if he had preparation. <laughs> yeah, if he had How much preparation, preparation does he sure. have? <laughs> but if, like, that's, that's what everyone always says. Yeah. If he has 24 hours preparation, Superman's Superman's done. He's gone, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many like crazy comics out there. Batman versus the Predator. Batman versus <laughs> Aliens versus Predator. Like, There's things like that out there that it's just like, what? 
But it's, yeah, you give you give him enough time for prep, he can take it. But if like Superman ever snapped, that's it. Like Batman would die instantly. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I'm not sure if it was in a movie or if it was part of the uh, Justice League uh, animated show. But uh, he was fighting some guy, and uh, and Superman said something like, uh, "He has a hard time because his entire world is made of cardboard to him, or something, and he has to always hold back." But yeah, he's not going to hold back anymore. That was Darkseid. Uh, that was, was Darkseid? Yeah, he was fighting Darkseid. That was... Uh, I think it was a movie or Justice League Unlimited. I can't remember. But I yeah, feel like it was Unlimited. Like, he's just like... He's just like, yeah. Or one of the newer movies with like the different... Um, uh, with the newer Superman look. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, he's just like, you know, I've been holding back and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden he's just like, now I don't have to hold back or something like that. And he's just like, it's like, yeah, that's like, if you ever seen, if you ever seen the um, Goku versus Superman debate. Yeah. Uh, like, and like the little animation, because they, they're all, always updating it, like death battles. You know, if you ever see those death battles. Yeah, where yeah. They put like two, and they do a really good job with those, but they do like all these like scientific analysts analytics on them they look at every little content that they're in and even with like i think at the time it was super saiyan blue and uh even with super saiyan blue though they were like superman would still win because they look at every little comic that he was in and there's so many different versions of superman where he's like he's like the ultimate character like he's the ultimate guy like there's so many things he could withstand and do and, like, come back from a nuclear explosion, like, get blown into a sun and be okay and stuff like that. So, it's just, uh, yeah, he's, like, overpowered. Like, there's no, like, it depends on what version of Superman you're battling, but it's just, like, you get him angry enough. Like, he, he unleashes everything. It's just, like, forget it. He's, like, yeah. So, <laughs> but that was always, like, as a kid, I was like, I always liked the, uh, Christopher Reeve bat, uh, Superman movies and um but like as you and, and and Batman but as as you grow up you like like most people you gravitate towards Batman cuz he's just uh he's like a normal guy and yet he's just like I mean he's rich but he's a normal guy and he can uh, outsmart like the the strongest villains and the strongest characters ever with prep time of course of course <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah going back to justice league movie um how far did you get in it what was uh, the last thing were, you remember <laughs> uh they were fighting in the the power the nuclear plant or whatever the okay they they, they were it was like the final fight yeah but, I was say, uh, that's, the, that's pretty much the ending that's that's closely i didn't see a, the dream sequence though and i don't think they finished the fight but uh i'll finish it eventually it's just I. I mean, you're I think, right there. It's I think, like five minutes left. You can do it after <laughs> four hours. <laughs> I think the problem with, with these movies is you need to be going into it with a certain mindset, or you need to be expecting something or expecting nothing. But uh, I, I kind of have like a bias against it, just because the first time I saw the movie, the the old movie, I I didn't like it, um, and I have a negative negative feelings towards the Justice Justice League DC movies. Because they haven't been very good, except for Wonder Woman, which was, I think, one of one of my favorite comic book movies. Uh, the first one, the second one, also I did not dislike. It was it was in, it wasn't getting a lot of it, a lot of good press, but uh, I, I thought Pedro Pascal I, was very good in it. 
I tried to see the second one. Was actually one of the reasons I got HBO Max. Besides Godzilla versus Kong, that's why I got it for. But anyway, I missed when I signed up for HBO Max. I missed the uh, um the Wonder Woman date by like two days. They took it off before. Uh. So that's the one thing that I don't like about HBO Max is they have like um it's only on there for like thirty days or something like that. Certain movies, so they always yeah. constantly like refresh. But they say. They uh, work really hard towards putting like good, good movies out there. And what I've seen so far, like the cat, the the catalog of movies is actually really good. But I did want to see that because, um, like I said, like you said too, I did really enjoy the first Wonder Woman movie, and I was curious about this one because it, it looked, it looked There's... more like. Um, I don't think it's as uh, it's as good as the first one, but I think Pedro Pascal does a great job as the villain, and uh, I think That's what I heard, yeah, and, and just 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 to see what he does is worth watching the movie. But I think that everybody did a pretty good job with just a lot of the storylines. I thought were great. <laughs> yeah, cool. Because it's worth uh, it. Yeah, I was gonna rent it, but it was like something you can't even rent it for like a decent price. You have to like rent it for a full price of buying it, so they want you to buy it instead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy things digitally, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. And, um, yeah, speaking of Justice League, but then they also came out with the black and white version recently, which is basically just the Justice League, Zack Snyder, but black and white. Like, why? I don't know. Like, why Why is anyone well, interested they, in that? They did that with Mad Max Fury Road also. Yes, and uh, I, I, you know, I loved Mad Max Fury Road. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's but it's visually awesome. It's it's beautiful, <laughs> and the yeah. one of the things I love about Mad Max Fury Road is the colors of, of yeah. like every scene, and and I and I haven't seen black and white, so I can't say what it adds or detracts from right. the movie. But I just can't see how it could be better than just the full color experience. Of, I mean, the scene alone where the guy shredding the guitar on like. <laughs> That whatever it was a dune buggy with like the sand tornado and stuff in the background. It's like, dude, that, that's it. Just, right, <laughs> that's is, the shot. That's this it. is peak cinema brilliance. Just, just roll credits. Cause what else is there to see? <laughs> just have that dude. It's all downhill from here. Shooting flames out, and you're just like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, my only regret about that movie was, uh, my wife, who was I don't think we're engaged yet, but. Yeah, so I brought her there, and um, like that, they have like the whole like baby cutting out yeah. scene or something. Yeah, that was like that was pretty gruesome. Yeah, and she, I could tell she was like done with the movie, and I was like, "Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect this." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No, it's you know, just 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 remember the guy with the guitar. That's it. Don't worry about <laughs> just, that other stuff. <laughs> just close your eyes and forget what you just saw." Yeah, the rest but, of it's uh, good. But yeah, I don't know why they did a black and white version of that, and I don't know why they did a black and white version of Justice League. You know, it's weird. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, sometimes I'm just thinking maybe it's just some. Uh, <laughs> maybe they're just trying to be uh, cinema. Cinema. What, what is it? Cinematic. No, no, they're trying to be. Uh, I can't think of the word. It's not. It's not. Never mind. They're, they're trying to. <laughs> they're they're just looking down on you for not being as big cinema files as they are. They're like, gotcha. oh, we love black and white. That means we're more cultured than you. <laughs> uh, they're cin- they're uh, cinema snobs or whatever. Cinema snobs, yeah. Something like that. Know. 
And you know, maybe maybe watching it in black and white is better. I just don't. It's just if I'm watching the movie again, I want I want to see it in color again. I don't know. Well, you know they're gonna do next. They're gonna be like, all right, this is the black and white version, but reversed and upside down. <laughs> Here's the inverted. At two frames a second, it is now 18 hours long. Here's the here's the red room version of the movie yeah. where everything has, just has a red filter or negative. <laughs> it's just like the negative film. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Silent film time. That's it. It's all like got the grain in it and the little text now. There's not even dialogue. It's just text <laughs> that shoots up every once in a while. And they can only see it in a theater where somebody's playing an actual guitar for the for uh, not a guitar, the piano for the uh the music. And they, they took all these special effects out and just put, like, stop motion, claymation. <laughs> it stops being live action. It's just claymation. Yeah. And you I, can I, barely just see they, they just sped up the flash. Like, it's not even digital anymore. It's just some guy running, and it's just, like, sped up. So the frame rate's real fast. Now I want to watch a claymation Mad Max Fury Road in black see? and white. <laughs> Jordan, we're on to something. Let's petition for that. Why 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 do any more Justice League? Let's just petition for those kind of movies. I want Zack Snyder's see how many Bad alternate Max versions Road. of Justice League and Mad Max Fury Road we can get out. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you ever did you notice too that it's in letterbox? It's not even widescreen. I didn't notice. I that's what <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never notice those kind of things until somebody yeah. points them out, then I can't not notice it. Yep. So it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's letterbox. So you got the four by three instead of the the whole widescreen with the the black bars. Those that cinema snobs. Cinema snobs, exactly. <laughs> but um, no, I did I did enjoy it. And what I found fun, I guess you can say, is because I don't remember. I, I like I remember events, but I don't remember exactly how they happened because I watched Justice League a long time ago, like most people probably did. So in my head, like trying to like put this new scenes together and like try to figure out what was new, what wasn't, was, was kind of cool. But I, I figured most of the cyborg stuff was new because I don't remember most of that stuff at all. Yeah. And a yeah, lot of the either. Barry Allen stuff that they put in there, um, especially when he saves the girl in the, from the pet shop, that was uh, that was definitely new. Yeah. And I, I enjoy, like I enjoyed I enjoyed it. And yeah, one one thing that I don't that's kind of upsetting. It's not it's not to do with the movie itself, but the fact that uh, Cyborg's actor is probably not going to get his own movie because of all that stuff going on in the background. He yeah, I heard I heard there's a lot of negative stuff going on um, with that. But I am glad though that they actually did give him time to shine in this movie because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like they could like they couldn't. I don't know if they would need to do a standalone movie. Um, cause I feel like they'd want to extend their universe, right? As if they're if they release the Snyder Cut, they probably want to make a yeah. make the rest of the movies keep going. But, I mean, they, what what I would what I see more likely happening is like you have the Justice League Unlimited situation where like you have uh, I guess like what is it like Hawkman and Hawkgirl? Um, because like, the Martian Manhunters at the end too. Like after the dream sequence, like not to spoil it. I mean, you're only a couple of minutes in, but just to, like I don't, I don't really care too much about getting yeah, spoiled. Yeah, it's just it's like fine. You know, I'm gonna watch Martian, it anyway. But you have the Martian Manhunter now in it, and then so he's kind of just like, hey, I'm here too. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you would just, I would just assume it just would just keep adding characters and 
then they'll, uh, you know, just move on from that. But you have to, I don't know, it's such a strange thing. Like, with DC, like, I always, I'm always rooting for their animated movies, like we're talking about, because they do so well. And it could just, like, start whenever they want to. Like, I'm talking about in, like, timeline series, whatever Earth they're talking about. Because in DC, I guess there's, like, an Earth, like, the new Batman, for instance, with uh, Robert Pattinson. That one's going to be on Earth 2 now. So they don't have to, like, explain that, oh, no, this is not in the same universe. Now they can be like, oh, it is, but it's Earth 2. So it's technically, you know, you could still have him meet up somewhere with Batman or uh, Batflick or what do they call him? <laughs> ben Affleck? Batflick? Yeah, that one. Uh, but, yeah, so, but with, the an- with, with, like, the film, the way it's going, I don't know. Um, I mean, they have Shazam. They're doing Black Adam, too. That's, oh, I, I, I completely forgot wrong. about Shazam, and I really liked Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, was good. well, Shazam was cool. Like, it's just, it's a likable character, likable actor too. Like, you know, fun, and it was a fun movie, and yeah, it was good. But that, that also fits in there because mm-hmm. it's just, um, like, they can keep doing movies like that where it's like, yeah, it's still in the same universe. But then you're gonna have like situations where it's like, like uh, we talked about. The last podcast, which uh, this is our first, but if anyone ever hears it, you'll know what we're talking about. But to <laughs> recap, what I was talking about. This is hopefully when, our first. Yeah, nothing exactly. goes wrong. Back was um, how. Uh, what was I going to say? The um, I forgot what I was going to talk about. I was thinking about <laughs> the last podcast and how things went wrong, and now now my brain went to mush. <laughs> but these things happen sometimes, kids. Just going to say. Um, yeah. No, okay, what I was going to say was uh, you have these um, situations where, like, say they want to have a standalone film for a character, but then things get so bad in, for, in that movie for that character, you're going to start being like, oh, well, where's Superman? Where's Wonder Woman? How come Batman's not helping? Where's the Flash? Yeah. Like, you're going to, like, with um, Age of Ultron, or I should say before Age of Ultron, the whole Marvel Phase 2, I was always like, Okay, that looks bad in a situation. Like, why is... Uh, where's Thor? Where's the Hulk? Like, why is anyone... Ha- like, Iron Man 3, when uh, the president was taken. And, like, you have uh, these guys shooting flames over. I was like, you think, like, Captain America would be summoned? You think, like, someone would be like, hey, you know, maybe we can get the Hulk involved. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and then all of a sudden, all these guys, like, show up at the beginning of Ultron. They're like, oh, yeah, we all just got together and we're looking for Loki Scepter. It's like, dude... Where were you when all that other stuff was happening? And they try to explain it like, oh, well, Captain America was busy with uh, Hydra stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, the Hulk was hiding and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, like, those are the questions I would ask. You know, I'd be like, okay, say they make a, um, I don't know, like a DC character, whatever one you want to pick. Like a a Green Arrow, right? Say you want to do a Green Arrow movie, but then things are getting so crazy. It's like, all right, well, where's... Where's Batman? Where's Superman? You know, I'd just be, like, asking those questions. Like, with this Black Adam movie, I'm not really sure um, about Black Adam uh, per se. I mean, I've probably seen him somewhere, either in the animated or somewhere. Um, Isn't isn't he just, like, like an evil Shazam? Shazam. I think so. I think so. That's what it is. But then, like, it's going to get to the point where you're like, all right, where's Shazam or where's, where's Superman in this situation? It's just going to yeah. be like that. Um, I, I, I vaguely uh, remember an episode of Justice League where uh, all the super-powered heroes went 
to some other planet or something to do something. And the episode was about the non-superpowered heroes saving the day. And I remember I liked that that episode a lot for some because because you never never see Green Arrow and all those other guys do some good stuff in <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Justice League. They're always the ba- the background guys. I think I remember that episode, but it, it reminds me of that meme where you just see like, you know, you know how badass Batman is because here he is sitting in the bat jet. <laughs> he's driving everyone in the bat jet that could fly. So everyone that could fly. <laughs> is sitting in his jet while he's flying it. And it's just like, you know, all these people can fly, but they show Batman enough respect that they're going to sit in this cockpit and just, like, fly with him. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would love to talk about Kong versus Godzilla, but we'll say that till next time, like we're saying, just so we have more time to to talk and stuff like that. Yeah, there's Um, a... But, uh, so it took you how many days to get through Justice League? Four? Four and then the fifth one is gonna be when I finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you said, that's that's one of those movies you got. Like, I would have watched the whole thing, but um, my wife was falling asleep and she wanted to watch the whole thing. And I mean, it was like, I mean, for us, nine thirty at night, which was uh, you know pretty late for for us since we get up at four. Oh, mind you, for those just listening, yeah, <laughs> like we didn't even describe who we are pretty much, like what we're into. We just kind of like, started diving into this. Uh, justice league thing yeah like everybody knows who we are who we are um so i'll just real quick just say that i i uh, ended up having twins uh during the peak of the pandemic so there'll be one very soon and uh yeah so it's been pretty crazy year that's why at this point in time i'm still getting up at around like 4 30 between 4 30 and 5 every day so i could feed them and keep them alive but uh (laughs) anyway anyway jonah would you like to you know kind of introduce yourself since uh to those that don't know who we are since if this will be our first successful podcast i think that's a pretty good idea yes jonah who are you where are you from what are your list of fears go my name is Jonah B. I'm afraid of it. <laughs> I did it again. Yeah, I, was I said like, Jonah I was like, B. Wait a minute. Is he fooling or is he serious? <laughs> no, I, that came out. Okay. Uh, I'm Jonah T. And, uh, you know, I like geek stuff, video games mostly. But uh, obviously, I'm not very much into comic book stuff because I didn't like Justice League that much. So, um, well, you know one thing that I kind of made me mad every time it happened in the Justice League movie? Just just diverging a little bit it just popped up in my head again uh is is every time every time a ki- one of the characters showed up one of the main guys they the music went up just like came up came up to like a climax and then like there's a power power stance <laughs> they're, they're trying to like sell something to you like there's a toy coming out or something i don't know but it, it just got annoying after a while it's like i know that you're supposed to be cool you're cool i get it it's a dynamic power pose it's just I like I feel like you were nitpicking this. <laughs> no, it's just it's exactly every, what every movie. It, it, I'm just every, saying, I'm just uh, <laughs> superhero movie. No, I know. It's definitely not every superhero movie. It's just it, it happens like six times in the movie. Each each guy each guy gets a power pose, and then the ascending music. It's just every time it came on and it happened, it just grated on me. I was like, yeah, yeah I get what, it. What annoyed me was the slow motion. Not to like completely dive again. We're, we're I was trying to introduce you, but or us, I should say. But anyway, yeah, the slow motion because I like, like I felt like that was overused in this movie, 
for sure. Yeah. And I think the original had, had a lot of slow motion, too. But this one, there was a lot of unnecessary slow motion going on. And one thing I heard people complain about was Wonder Woman's theme popping up everywhere. Uh, when every time she did something. I didn't even notice. Like, I, 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 I don't think it, it was like. Uh, it was it's just some some ladies chanting or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh it wasn't it wasn't too bad it happened every now and then but it wasn't because i remember somebody told me before i watched it they were like uh oh when she's it's it's like every time she's gonna eat a bowl of cereal the music starts you know (laughs) where she's it seems it made it seem like every time she like showed up on screen there was the music but no it, it seemed fine it wasn't excessive just uh maybe i have to be in the right mindset to watch this movie i don't know so that's so that's pretty much Jonah summed up. He hates Justice <laughs> League. He hates uh, character theme songs, and uh, he forgets who is what his last name is sometimes. Starts with a B sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> with, which rhymes with T. That's true. That's how he remembers his last name. <laughs> yeah, I hate. That's one thing I always, I always, uh, I always feel uncomfortable introducing myself, especially in class. Whenever I would, uh, whenever we're going around introducing myself, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, just skip me. Don't pick I, me. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna raise my hand. Just, <laughs> just, I'm just, leave I'm just me alone. here. I'm here to take up space. I, I'm just, you know, just want my credits. Leave me, let me, let me be. Credits. You do, I'm do me. You do you. We don't, we don't have to bother anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. So, well, I'm. I'm similar to Jonah. I sometimes never forget my name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm into video games, geek stuff like that as well. Uh, video making or movie making, podcasting, uh, anything creative I'm into. And uh, unfortunately, we do uh, have normal, I would say 9 to 5, but my job's uh, 7 to 3.30 at the moment but anyway <laughs> but hoping... as a father as a father your job is nine oh, to yeah. nine <laughs> yeah my job is uh forever <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so newly 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 father i should say and uh it's been crazy it's been a crazy year like i said the kids are gonna be one years old uh this week and uh a lot of people go oh yeah that went fast and i'm like honestly it's been so nuts this year like people like with the pandemic and everything, we had no help for the first six months, pretty much, because when we came home with the hospital, all we could do is uh, show them off through the window to everybody. And they were premature, too, so that was another challenge that we had. Everyone's happy and healthy now, but, you know, it's just one of those, like, what-the-heck kind of situations. Yeah. And with the pandemic, it wasn't... See, my wife's like, oh, didn't you have, like, you know, you felt real happy like you know you have like you see those things when people have like kids and like the father's like oh did you cry and stuff like yeah it's like dude they were uh 33 weeks so yeah they're they were super early it was like a huge surprise when my wife told me her water broke and like during the height of the pandemic like it was nuts we had a little triage that we sat in for which is the size of a closet basically for 16 hours nurses outside the hall screaming at each other because masks are missing um yeah, so it was, and then uh, just like hoping everybody's he- healthy and happy because of the being premature and stuff like that. So honestly, it was just like every little step was like a challenge and a sigh of relief when it was like you hit one thing and that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. So I never had that like, 
oh, I'm so proud. Like, it was just like, okay, what's coming next? And, uh, yeah, it's been like, uh, then like that through the whole year. But, um, no, they're, they're really like, um, I would say the first six months, you know, was rough. And then, um, it just started getting better and better because, you know, they're getting older and they're crawling and I'm sure they'll be walking probably the next couple months. And, uh, yeah, not to bore anybody if it was not a father or a parent or anything like that. But, yeah, just uh, kind of giving my little little uh, intro here with who I am, what I've been d- dealing with last past year. But, anyway, people go, oh, wasn't it fast? And I'm like, honestly, it felt like I was in the twilight zone this whole year. Like, it's just been so crazy. So, it, it th- looking back, it's gone. I would say it went fast. But it's even then, I can't say it went fast. It was just like one obstacle over the next um mm. but i mean because you're you're avoiding trying to get sick and everyone you know at my job i had a lot of people getting sick so i'm trying not to bring it home and you never know what it's going to do with anybody if you believe in it or not you know it doesn't matter like if i didn't have kids maybe i'd be a little bit more lax on the whole thing. not to like i'm not i we will never talk politics on this channel or anything like that and i you know we barely get into serious stuff but just saying like you know there's no, people but, uh... Even even just just to just you mentioned that uh, I remember uh, early on it's it, the idea was that if you're young it's not going to affect you as much that was the thing that was going around and if right. and you have to be careful if if you're around people uh, that are older mm-hmm. and so my 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 I was thinking as long as we're careful John and I could probably meet up and do some stuff but then the then the babies happened. Yeah, and and I was like, I can't risk it at all, <laughs> no matter what. But yeah. then, it's then you know the information started started coming around uh, that you know if you're young, you're just as likely sometimes to yeah. to it, take it, the brunt of it. Well, we found out, you know. I mean, listen, I have no PhDs on the wall, so I don't want to come off like I know anything. Oh, I'm just whatever. Like I'm just honestly, I took this by what I saw. And basically what I saw happen was you can be 70 years old, get it, not even know you have it. But for some reason, a 30-something-year-old can get it and get their butt kicked for three weeks. Um, yeah. I've seen a police officer who was um, very um, very uh, athletic. Like you see him every day running like three-plus miles every single day, young, like really fit, really energetic. People around him getting sick, no problem. Like, you know, some, you know, depends on the age, but some were getting it, no problem. You don't even hear, like, some of them with the asystematic, I think they called it, where, you, like, you don't even know you have it. Yeah. He got it, and he was down for a couple of weeks, and he's still he's still uh, recovering from it. So um, our uh, town management um, was talking about how it should have been called, like, you know, like Russian roulette because – it's uh it hits everybody differently and that's what it is like and unfortunately with the twins being premature we couldn't take any risk at all so it's just uh it was just a year of basically avoiding people as best as you can not going to stores ordering everything getting it curbside delivered all that stuff family members able to pick it up drop it off outside so it's been like very isolated very isolated crazy year um so, uh, but yeah, I, I remember, uh, the last time I saw you in person, I was running at the park and, and, uh, we, we, I saw you there and we were just like shouting at each other. 
a conversation yeah. across the parking lot. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh but no, it's crazy, but everything seems to be starting to get better and that's that's what that's what counts. That's what matters and uh, you know. Just uh all I could, like I, I I never tell people what to do. I just say just be courteous to the people around you. That's all. That's all you can do. I, I tell them what to do. Well, Jonah, you're a tyrant. That's what you are. <laughs> you're dark side. Wear your masks. <laughs> or my or my anti-life uh, equation is going to get you. <laughs> yes, yes, dark side. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, see, I don't know why I I, I dove that far yeah. into that, but um, <laughs> I did. Yeah, you know, just you just uh, start talking, and it keeps, and that's how conversations go. It just keeps happening. Yeah, pretty much. And um, I mean, uh, yeah, Jonah, I know. You know, I I know your your stories for the year, but I don't know if you want to share any or just move on to something else. But uh, well, there well recently, uh, my family got uh got COVID. There were it ran around the house, and <laughs> that was yeah, to yeah. chase it. And uh, so my my older sister, it it hurt, hit her pretty badly. She was uh she was suffering for a while, but. Uh, Everyone's okay. Just, just, just to yeah. preface that, everything, everyone's okay. Uh, my dad and my my younger sister, they got sick, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, same thing with my mom. And for me, I wasn't sick at all. So uh, I guess I was asymptomatic because I doubt because I wasn't that careful quarantining away from them. Like I was, <laughs> I was quarantining away from everybody in the world. Yeah. I don't even like. I don't like. I don't like. Uh, leaving or doing it doing like leaving the house if i don't have to right but uh so i was probably sick i just it just never came up you know i didn't i didn't get a stuffy nose or anything i mean that's the thing i was you know how like i could have had it already steph could have had it already my wife and you never know it's just you, you never know yeah but um yeah it's just uh just a strange situation I think what got me, not that I wouldn't have got through the year. I mean, it's just one of those things where, because my personality is basically this. So, um, like dealing with challenges and whatnot, a lot of people, you know, you tell them you're having twins and everyone's like, oh my God, like, what are you guys going to do? Like, oh, that's, you're never going to sleep again. But it's like, and then they ask, how do you guys do it? And it's like, to be honest, like, it's all we know. You know, it's not like we had one and then we had twins and we're like, oh, my God, you know, this is so much harder than this. It's like we went from nothing to two. So it's like that's all we know. And it's it's been crazy. But it's just you do it and you get through it and you adapt to it and you just just move on and just do the best you can. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's that's how I've always done everything is you just you just do it and see what happens. And I think. I said the six months were hard, um, but for me, really, like, where I was like, whoa, this is nuts, was the first 48 hours, because in my head, and, you know, before everything, you're thinking, oh, okay, so we'll just take shifts and and feeding everybody, so you'll go to sleep, then I'll have the two bottles, they'll be seating down, and blah, 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 and then we'll switch. No, that's not how it goes. It it was literally, uh, my wife and I were feeding every two hours we had to do every two hours so i didn't know how to sleep i didn't know when to sleep how to sleep what to do like i was up for more than 48 hours and that like with the stress of having 
like premature kids, like newborns. And I, I'm someone that never held a baby. Like, I think I held maybe two babies in my life beforehand, maybe three and never changed a diaper in my life before my kids. And you know what? That's funny. Cause I think I actually started purposely planning that. Like after my kid, my, my brother had a kid, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to change diapers till I have a kid. That way it's just like, <laughs> Hey, I don't want to deal with it. But then secondly, it's like, Oh, well, you know, at least if I have to do it, I'd rather have it be my kid to do it. Yeah, so, exactly. And then now you just change diapers. Like it's no big deal. Um, but, uh, so I was like, I was what they call it, like not blue, but, um, when you're new to something like fresh, like just like, yeah, I was like a newbie basically. I had no idea what I was doing, anything like that. But my wife, um, she pretty much grew up in daycares. She, uh, has been taking care of kids forever. So she, I was like, she was like basically everything with, uh, with that going on. So I was just following her lead and everything like that. And yeah, so they're going to be one and they're doing awesome and they're cute as hell. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. It's, you know, it's still challenging cause they're screaming and stuff like that. You know, they try to learn how to communicate. So they scream like canaries, like in your <laughs> ear and whenever they want something, but it is cool that they, you know, they know who you are and they just want to like keep crawling to you when you come home and stuff like that. It's very interesting. Um, would I ever tell any, like, you know how some people get kids and they're like, Oh, you gotta have one. You gotta have a kid. It's like, I would never, ever, ever tell anybody to have a kid. Not through like my experience, but just because honestly, it's, it's, I think it's something, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I was going to say, I think it's something that you, you decide for yourself, not, not taking advice from somebody else about what you should do. Right. Yeah. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's, it's, it sounds so weird to say, but it's like, like I, I could have had kids and I could not have kids. Like it did not matter to me. Like I wasn't that person that ever. Like that grew up and was like, oh my god, I can't wait to have a family. Like, it, no, I was, I would be fine if it was me by myself, whatever. Um, everything else is a bonus, and I would never have more than two kids ever in my life. I would say that, like, I would just, you know, if you want to have more than two kids, good for you. Like, that's, you know, hey, I salute you. But for me, I'm like two is well, like I always. The joke is, I was saying, okay, I will have a kid because I trust that my wife knows what she's doing. Like, I would only have a kid with her. Like, that was it. Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I trust you because, you know, some people out there have kids because they're like, oh, I can't wait to play. Like, you know, like, they look at them as playthings, not like as a serious thing that you have yeah. to, like, raise and pay for. And, you know, you're basically, your job as, an, as a parent is to turn a psychopath into a human being, a functioning human being. It's basically it. So it's either you... You know, that's, that's, that's your only job. And, um, yeah. So my thing was like, all right, you know, I could see us having one. Cause she was always like, oh, we'll have two. We'll have two. Or she wanted two. And she'd not say, oh, we will have two, um, or two. Uh, but I was like, no, you know, I trust you. But like, I was like, oh, we sh- we sh- we can have one, you know, that way we have one person that we have to keep an eye on. We know who that one person's friends are. We know, you know, we can make sure they're on the right track and we can afford one, you know, easy, easy. So <clears throat> surprised when we found that we had twins because there's no twins in our family at all. Like that was like the huge shocker of, of everything. And <laughs> so I'm sitting in the car when we find out and I'm like, gosh, 
I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was just, I was thinking about one. Like, and I thought I could convince, you know, as, as weird as this is, like, I wasn't going to be like diabolical about it or like, oh, I'm putting my foot down. We're having one. But it's like, <laughs> I thought I could be like, all right, if we have one, you know, we'll see how it is. But I feel, I was like, I think I convinced her that we could just have one, you know, we'll be happy with one and we'll get a dog if she wants another, you know, a dog. So anyway. I was always joking, like, one and done, one and done. And she was always like, no, we're getting two. And I was like, nope, one and done. So anyway, I sit in the car, and I'm like, all right, what do I got to sell? What do I got to sell? I'm having twins. It's like, I, oh, my gosh. Because we just got our house renovated, which, beautiful timing, because we, now we had the room that we could mm-hmm. have to. But so we're sitting there joking. I'm like, I just threw that thought out the window. I was like, you know what? No, it doesn't matter. We'll make it work. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Because I was really like, to sell my video games, to have to get rid of everything I ever loved and just like live in an empty house and just be like, it's all for you. Like, we have to afford you. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, so anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm like, huh, that's funny. And she's like, what, what, what? You okay? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm okay now. And I was like, I was like, no, that's funny because... My wife and I always got along. Like, I've known her since kindergarten. And, like, we, we never even... I know this sounds corny and weird, but we never had a fight, you know? And, uh... So, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wow. And we always, like, we always had, like, this agreements on everything. And, uh... <clears throat> so, I'm like, wow. Even in, uh... Even in, like, conceiving and stuff like that, I was like, even in that... We 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 still agree because I was like, you get your two, and I technically get my one and done. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting, you know, because it's like yeah, we we technically got one and done, and then she got her two. So that's uh, nature's compromise. It's pretty much yeah, nature's <laughs> compromise. I like that exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that was that was that story. <laughs> but I would never ever be like. Like some, you know how like I don't know. Some people are always like, "Oh, you're gonna have kids. You got when you're gonna get married. You gotta have kids and stuff like that." It's like I would never, ever, ever, ever tell anybody to have kids. Like I'd be like, "Listen, it's totally up to you." I would get a turtle. <laughs> They're slow. You can keep up with it. You can feed it. Uh, you can feed it lettuce all its life. But uh, no, no. But uh, it's been awesome. So and COVID. But back to Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, for for me, I I I I think I do want kids. I just I'm not in any hurry to get to that position. No. See, yeah. my advice to people, honestly, people would, um, uh, everyone's situation's different. So don't don't ever ever look at your neighbor. Don't ever ever look at your best friend or family member, or whatever. Don't ever look at. Don't ever compare your life to theirs. Everyone's life is different, no matter what happened. Unless, like, you literally were on the same track, made the exact same decisions your whole life. Never, never look at that. But my advice would be, like, make sure you know, like, make sure you're doing what you want to do in life. Um, before you, like, do you. Um, some people really crave that attention. Some people crave and need that uh, companionship, which is fine. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But I would always say... Make sure you know what you want to do in life. Make sure you are where you want to be in life before you start finding somebody. Because not, like usually when you are where you want to be, that person finds you. And then it just works. Versus like trying to mold somebody into your lifestyle. 
it just like it, I just feel like it would it works better it, or it would work better if you are where you need to be or where you want to be and then go cuz um life's life's long i i have to uh remind myself that cuz i'm in my 30s but you know i'm looking at like oh well anything can happen in 10 years you never know like i got to rush to try to do these things but you know life life's long and the new like like eighties, the new sixty, uh, or something like that. And I always say, oh, worry about our future pills will keep you alive longer. So there's never a rush, like unless you have a biological clock. I guess that that's something out of my my expertise. But um, even Remember, that I no, heard is that there's even, no doctorates here. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I have nothing on my wall, but I, I do hear that even that is a little bit um like that window is a little bit longer, but, um, I'm no expert on that. So don't listen to me on that, but I'm just saying like, for those out there that feel the need, like, Oh, I got to do this. And I got to do this. If it's part of your plan, Hey, do you, but if it's not, um, I would always just say, just make sure you are where you are that you want to be in life. That way it's just easier to, to like, when you find somebody and it, and if you are where you are, you you know that's that's gonna mesh nice because you never know they might be in the same situation as you and it works out nice instead of like yin and yang or you know what I'm saying if something yeah, like you. yeah because <laughs> sometimes they like early relationships you know that's usually when it's like like let's just say high school in my high school there was uh, I think like three people that ended up marrying and doing really well that met in like before high school and stuff like that. But most of the other relationships just fall apart because everyone goes in different directions and you don't want to drag somebody in a direction they aren't meant to go in or don't want to go in. Um, Right. But my advice is, you know, just do what you got to do first before you start looking, introducing people. Um, It just makes life a little bit easier, especially when you, because the funny thing is, like, being married, I got married in 2016, started dating my wife in 2013, but I've known her since 2000, uh, not since 2000, since kindergarten. Um, but it's funny because a lot of people, they'll meet in, like, like, say they meet, start dating. There's some people that, like, get married in, like, within three years or even two years of dating, something like that. But just think about it. You only know each other for two years to spend the next... 60 years together, you know, and some people like it, it, you can learn about that person. I believe in those two years for sure. Like, but it, uh, there's a lot that could happen in those 60 years. And if you're not where you want to be, you're going to want to be doing something over here when they want to be doing something over here. And sometimes that, you know, that's all I got to say about that. (laughs) That's, a, that's those are a lot of it's uh, a lot of good advice for it's a lot of good life advice for anyone that's listening and myself, and uh, it's I like how we swerved into that from Justice League, but it's uh, all about family, Jonah. It's, it's I think that's Justice something. Justice League is a family, and it is you know, it brings it full it circle. Is. It is, and I think that is something that a lot of people need to learn as early on as they can. They just don't even think about it and just let how they feel in the moment decide. They're like oh. Yes. I like this guy, this girl. Just yeah. gonna marry her when I when I graduate, mm-hmm. and uh, doesn't really end up working out. 
Yeah. But, it's, you know. It's all about patience and just take your time. Uh, do you and don't worry about whatever the rest of the world's doing because you'll have, I mean, even I had it because I, I never even really dated in my 20s. Um, I, a little bit. And then, uh, like, I just wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with life. And, you know, I did a lot of, uh, like, in that single era, I would, you know, went to L.A. I was in the Angry Video Game Nerd movie, um, which was awesome. I bought a house by myself, stuff like that. But that was just, you know, I was able to make, like, uh, room for myself in those times. Because um, being married and, like, sharing your life with somebody, th- those uh, things are a lot harder to do. I mean, buying a house, obviously, you buy a house together. But I'm just saying, like, to be able to do stuff like that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of people that just, like, kind of, like, jump into stuff. And I think there was a few people that within the past couple of years. Well, actually, speaking of the pandemic, I feel like this was a good year for tryouts, if you will, <laughs> if that's a good word for that. Because there's yeah. people that I know got engaged prior year that are not engaged anymore. Um but yeah, early on in the pandemic, I saw a lot of articles about how people started resenting their partner because they spent so much time together. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't, you got to do what you got to do. I would never tell people, hey, to have kids, get married, do any of that stuff. Like, it's your life. You only get one chance at this, so make it a good one is what I always say. And um, if you do want to get married, always make sure you at least move in beforehand. I know that's some people's religion uh, beliefs kind of prevent that or have issues with that, but it's smart to uh, try to at least live together because then you'll know exactly who you're marrying or who you're getting together with or whatever it is, the situation, Um, because then you'll know who that person is. Um, So, yeah. That's my advice. I don't know if you want to take it. I don't know how we got here. It's all Justice, about Justice League fans, League. that's Justice exactly League. what you should do. Listen to John. <laughs> Listen to Johnny B. So he's here so for far your... it's worked for me. I don't know. You know, maybe in... No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I'm Life happy. coach. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy and yeah, we're good. We got through the pandemic with twins. I mean, or not through... Well, we're getting through the pandemic. I don't want to say that it's over it's not it's still going but just saying you know this has been the toughest year for a lot of people uh especially for us so and we got through it so we're doing we're doing well so i feel like maybe i know a little bit but i'm not going to be that person that's like hey i don't have a degree on the wall but listen to me (laughs) (laughs) i would never be that way so uh but anyway that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell (laughs) (laughs) well i don't have any uh existential and a crisis talk or life advice to, to uh, <laughs> offer up. But uh, John is very insightful and experienced in the topic, so you should definitely listen to his advice. And I'll talk about South Park and Justice League a little bit more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Well, South Park, I know, speaking of South Park, I was going to try to watch, because on HBO Max there's South Park episodes, which is awesome. And yeah. um, I was going to watch their, their quarantine episode, but I never got to it. I ended up, as, as weird as this is, and I know we keep going back to this, but uh, I was watching um, the old school Christopher Reeve Superman movies again because they were on there. <laughs> like the, because I was like, oh, I are, they, that, I are they still that. on there? I have to watch those. 
Yeah, have you ever seen them before? I've seen I've seen the I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the sequels. Oh, dude, the, the like the John Williams score for Superman is like the greatest theme song ever. Like it, it's just it's just so catchy and just like perfect fits Superman perfectly fits Superman. Mm-hmm. But uh, I loved that as a kid, and that was just a nostalgia trip for me. So I started watching them. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. I haven't seen these in a long time. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then when you get to, like, the third and the fourth one, you're like, okay, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> I mean, the third one has Richard Pryor, so that, that one, I, I just I just like that R- Richard Pryor's in it. I like Richard Pryor. He's awesome. And uh, the fourth one was just like, nah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, you had my attention. Now you have my disdain. <laughs> <laughs> let's, make, let's make a Superman 4 black and white version. <laughs> Let's get the Zack Snyder version of this. The Claymation Superman 4. With, oh, actually, with you know, it's funny. White. Speaking of, like, this whole Zack Snyder cut, they did have a... So this is another very geeky, nerdy thing going back to Superman. And I know this was supposed to be a short podcast. I mean, we're in an hour and 15 minutes in here um, or something like oh. that. <laughs> or, oh, just say an hour in. Um, yeah. Superman 2... Okay, so the first Superman movie was uh, directed by Richard Donner, who did, uh, like, the Lethal Weapon movies and stuff like that. So he had the story, and I guess he started doing Superman 2, but I guess they had, like, a conflict and um, with the producers, and then he left. But then they kind of mixed his a little bit of his footage with the new stuff that they filmed. So years and years and years later, they came out with a Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. And uh, I actually own that, but that was just like thinking about like director cuts, going back to that. Now that was that that movie's definitely like it, that one's that one's weird, that one's a little different. But uh, it's just funny because it's like now we have the Zack Snyder one who was doing the new stuff, and he got his director's cut. But it started way back uh, with uh, Richard Donner, the director of Superman one and two, I guess. <laughs> so. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> but it was very interesting to see because I, I was a huge fan of Superman 1 and 2 movies, too, especially because there's more action and more Superman in that one. So to actually go back and see what like what could have been or what they try to do is, is very cool, very interesting. I enjoyed that. Um, but there's some scenes that it's like, what? Like, there's they actually threw footage in. Like, at least Zack Snyder got to, like, reshoot some stuff. Like, there's some... There's they put scenes that were actually just rehearsal scenes and like screen test scenes into the actual director's cut movie. So like <laughs> you see like the actors like poorly dressed and like and you're like what what is happening here? This scene is terrible. And uh, <laughs> but anyway, it, it, they tried they tried. So but it was cool to see anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so but that's all I have to say about that, Jonah. And it was a good thing you said that because I, <laughs> I, I, I do want to watch that. Uh, but going back to South Park, <laughs> yes, I watched the quarantine special recently and then oh, made me want to watch. It was very good. Uh, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. I won't give you any spoilers. Uh, but I love I, South Park. I, I haven't I'm, seen I'm, them in so long. But they're so I'm, awesome. You got to see the, um, I think it's called Six Days to Air or something. Have you ever seen that documentary? No. It's awesome. It's basically uh, the creators were coming straight off of um, their uh, Broadway show, the um, uh, 
What is it? Uh, I was going to say no Book of Mormon? Yeah, that one. The Book of Mormon. So they're coming off of that to go back to making the South Park episodes. Mm-hmm. And they end up making the episode in six days. And they do the documentary on it. It's, it's really cool. It's, like, inspiring to see because it's, like, all this creativity that goes into this. And, like, it was cool. And you should look. I think it's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube or it's actually on HBO Max, I think. So I'm pretty sure it's, like, five days or six day, days to air, something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out because I'm, I'm really getting back into South Park now that I have access to it again. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I've had uh, HBO Max for, like, a week now. And I've seen Godzilla, Justice League, and the rest of it's just South Park. I've just been watching South Park. I don't, I don't know what else is on there. <laughs> I tried watching that new Harley Quinn animated show. I think I watched the first episode. Um, I might try that again, but I don't know. It, it seemed very forcefully mature because it's it's like full of swearing and like yeah, bloody guts, and it's it's basically a hard R version of like Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, or like one the thing Batman I'm- stuff. One thing about that show, I've never seen the show, but I've seen clips of it because a lot of its scenes are very clippable. Like you'd go yeah. on YouTube and you'd find specific, very like specific funny clips of uh, something that happens in the show, and and they are funny. <laughs> a lot of those scenes are funny. I just uh, don't know how the show itself is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I heard it was awesome. Um, the rest, so maybe I'll check it out. But going back to South Park, yeah, that's. And HBO Max, that's uh, that's something I want to watch again because um, I love South Park. It's And I haven't seen it in so many, I would say a good two years I haven't even watched an episode, so. I Yeah, I think uh, I've, I've seen a, most of the, of, the, of the show, even like a lot of the more recent uh, seasons. And I saw the pandemic special. And I don't get why people think that it's not as good as it used to be because I think it's still it's still very good, it's still as good. I don't, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it's uh, it missed the beat. I think. Well, let's see. Simpsons I used to watch religiously younger, like uh, early '90s, like the first I think eight eight seasons or nine, ten seasons, whatever it was, were like the known as the good ones, and then because that show definitely eventually fell apart. Um, yeah. Family Guy, the first two seasons before they got canceled were, were genius. And then when they brought it back, it wasn't as good. And then it just, for me, it fell apart. I could never get back into it. Maybe because I matured more growing up. I don't know. Um, but South Park, I, I, I could find something funny all the time. Like, because it's it's just, it's like current humor. And uh, I don't know. South- they're just very creative. Very creative. I, I enjoy yeah. the show. Two, two of my favorite favorite shows uh animated shows like that uh south park and futurama futurama, oh, futurama is fantastic it's always good yeah always all the way good. through and uh rick and morty have you ever seen rick and morty because that's on hbo with max as well i i've seen episodes but i've never actually given it a good go give it a good go you might find because that's that's creative and just it's very humorous as well um yeah. but it, it does get like it's not just like stupid humor like it actually like I don't know. It, it, there's episodes that like tie into older episodes at one point. It's it's actually it's it's pretty good. Like it's good. It's not just like stupid. Like I said, stupid random humor. It's actually it's funny. You gotta watch. It's, it. it's not Family Guy humor. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. This it like Rick and Morty is really good. Um, I saw. I remember the one. I saw one episode where 
Um, I think, I think something happened with. Uh, should, should I? Just, is it okay to say spoilers? It's it's like a, it it's a show I don't even know much about, but I've seen one episode a long time ago. It's probably fine. But, I don't know the show, but <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, spoilers if you don't want to get spoiled for Rick and Morty. Skip ahead, I guess. I don't know when I'll stop talking, but uh, there's an episode where he something happens in his dimension or his world, Rick mm-hmm. and Morty's world. Yeah. So they go to a different version of their world, kill themselves, and then take their own place, and then the rest of the show just carries on from there. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's that, things like that. Like there's there's very creative like rabbit holes that they go into, but it's not like random. There's like there's this one. Oh God. There's this one episode with. Uh, uh, what's it, like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Like poopy hole or something like that or whatever the guy's name is. But like it, it sounds childish. But if you watch it, you like watch this whole episode. You're like by the end, you're like, wow, like, that was crazy. <laughs> that was like, yeah, it's smart. It's smart. And I, I don't know if it's smart, but it's just creative. And that's all I can say about it is it's very creative. So, that yeah, show, you, know, you know what I got to watch again? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Do you ever get into that? Uh, I I did watch it when I was uh, when I was a lad, but I, I never. Yeah, I know it's an old show. <laughs> yeah, I just that that show was funny. That, but that I think good. I think at that point, uh, every time Adult Swim was on, I was trying to watch like an anime or something. Yes. And and, and yeah. whenever I saw Aqua Teen Hunger Force on, I'd either not stick around to watch it. Yeah, because you knew it was uh, over. You're like, oh, the anime's over, so I gotta go, yeah, gotta leave. Exactly. Yeah, it took me. It took me uh, a while to actually sit down and watch an episode, but I, it's just, it is funny. Like, it's random funny, but it's, like, each episode's funny. Like, Carl is hilarious. Yeah. And the things that happen to Carl are hilarious, and it's just, it. that's what I find funny about the show. It's just, yeah, it's just the, it's just the characters and, like, the randomness, but. Um, no, I like a lot of the, the Adult Swim show's humors from that time. It's it's mm-hmm. it's always very good. I just never gave it a shot because I just yeah. uh, it's it's a it's a little little like when I was a when I was a kid when I was buying video games when I got a chance to buy video games I would always just buy licensed crap from things I like like Dragon Ball movie uh, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball games yeah never I like Dragon Ball games but I never gave the good PS2 games a shot I never gave any any other anything that wasn't a licensed show a shot if it was right. a game you know yeah well so i just uh it's like almost mainstream stuff because you look at um like uh like i i follow like a bunch of different like like game sack uh metal uh jesus rocks and reggie and stuff like that that's kind of tied um into like uh stuff like or i should say reggie was tied into metal metal jesus rock sorry but um like you learn about games that it's like oh my gosh that came out with with the PS2 and you're like, oh, well, I remember seeing the cover, but, and then like, they show you how good of a game it is. You're like, oh, wow, that, that game was actually pretty good, but you would never have gave it a shot because you're always like, oh, I could play this game or, oh, hey, Dragon Ball, I know that stuff. Let me play this. And it's like probably the worst Dragon Ball game, but you would play it just because it's Dragon Ball. I, I remember this. I actually remember this uh, specifically because I, uh, when I, I was, I went to Walmart to get a game once and it was, uh, it was a choice between Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament, an anime game. Yeah. Uh, which, and by the way, just context, Yu Yu Hakusho is like my favorite anime. It's, yeah. I like it a lot. I would say, again, to add to that context, but I'll try not to spend too much time on it, just to be like, 
Yes, I agree with that because it's one of the only animes that I know of that actually stopped on purpose before it, it was like on that fence where it was like, okay, we can stop here and be perfect, or if we went one more, then it got ridiculous. Yeah, because it was like it was the same anime that would be like, okay, they started making excuses of why the character has these powers now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you haven't watched it, you'll know. Or if yeah. you have watched it, you'll know. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. It's a good, good show. <laughs> it's, it's very good, yeah. And and the other choice was going to be, I think, Dragon Quest Eight, which is a great, okay. it's a great PS2 game. It's a great RPG, and I I had it play. I haven't. I played it on 3DS like a couple years ago because mm-hmm. I never played it because I just I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool because it looks like Dragon Ball, but I like this. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I remember the cover for a lot of the Dragon Quest games, even Final Fantasy games, and there's so many games like I would have loved to try, but at the same time, like I don't know how it was any like in anyone else's household, but in my household, like I could get a game on Christmas, but it'd probably be one game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I'm paying to get the game, or I got to do like chores wouldn't even get me a game. Let's put it that way. So like every game that I owned was pretty much from Christmas or I bought it myself. So usually I would be like, okay, I want this game for Christmas, like a mainstream game, right? But if I went to the store and was like, oh, I got to go get something, I wouldn't just grab a random game because it looked cool. Like I would want to do research because it was my own money. You know, I was very like frugal with my money when it came to that because, you know, that was back in the day when you're making like seven bucks an hour. So yeah, exactly. Um, Plus, uh, back then it wasn't it wasn't that easy to get research done for a video game, in per- any particular video game. Like maybe the biggest ones you could find something online. Yeah, uh, but like, I, I don't think you'd, pre- you'd find something easily for Dragon Quest if you looked it up, like yeah. a review. I mean, you back know? then a lot of game magazines were still around, and I say back then, like early two thousands, <clears throat> I would say, and. Uh, like now, you can bring your phone and be like, "Oh, okay, is this game good?" No, no, it's not good, and then you move on. But uh, <laughs> like now, you can probably take a picture of the game and it'll, it'll show up on it. I had um, an app that actually would let you know, like you put in the title, let you know uh, what the review is, if you had it or not, or you know, so it like organizes your the games that you want and the games that you have, and then it would also be like, like uh, recommendations of what's good, and then. Um, but like back in the day, yeah, you can look online, but then you go to the store. So I'm like, oh, is this game good? Or you see it coming out in a game magazine. You're like, oh, okay. Um, but that's another reason why, for me personally, I would stick to mainstream games. But like, okay, I can only afford, say I only bought like two games a year or something like that, which probably end up being in the summer when I went down to my grandma's house down the shore because there was like a bunch of game stores down there. Um but that's where, uh, you know, you would see like, oh, Dragon Ball. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to get this game. Or uh, what was another one? I was... Uh, um, the Yakuza games were on PS2. That's when they... I never, But that's something I would never get into. Like, that's something I would never try. Like, um, I Kingdom think Hearts. One, one game my brother and I got that was uh, a random game. It was called Bushido Blade. Um, oh, oh no, I'm sorry. I, I take that back. My friend had it, brought it over, and we played it, and we liked it. So we found it in the store, and its sequel, which we didn't know it, 
there was a sequel when we got those games, but those games were really good. But um, but that's another thing. Like I either either looked it up, found it online. Um, well, not I should say found it online, but saw it in a game magazine, wanted to play it, it, or it was a mainstream game, or someone had the game, brought it over, and I played it. Those were pretty much the only way I would actually find a game. So there were so many games on the shelf that were probably fan freaking tastic that would never have been played just because I didn't know anything about them. Um, or they weren't mainstream because, uh, like I said, it's, uh, I probably only was able to get maybe two games a summer or something like that. And it's just, you know, you don't want to take a gamble. I'm like, well, this game sucks. (laughs) I've done that before and I didn't want to ever do that again. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, the dark tournament game for you, Hakusho, it's awful. It's very bad. It's not good. That's so strange. Why would they only (laughs) take like one saga out of the, I mean, that that saga was really good, but. It's the most popular saga. Nobody remembers the uh, the what is it uh, chapter chapter black that came after. Nobody remembers that or the Sensui saga. That's because like after the dark saga, like they thought the anime was over. They're like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> they just and I, the honestly on the ground. They're like, this, this is a cinematic masterpiece. And Nothing honestly, else that, that could ever come after it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the dark tournament started the whole thing where every anime has a tournament arc now, basically. You think or, so? Was, I'm pretty sure. Or at, at the very least, that perfected it and everything tried to copy it. Well, how how old was Yu Hu Hakusho? Because Dragon Ball, the anime, was already written. I mean, Dragon Ball GT came out in 2000 or uh, 97, so like early 90s was the was the Dragon Ball run in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I know Yu Hakusho was also in the '90s, but I'm not. Well, I guess maybe it didn't create tournament sagas. <laughs> I just want to have that clear on the podcast, but, Jonah. Jonah listen, has no diplomas on the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> listen, to the Dark Tournament, it was better than Dragon Ball's tournaments. Like yes. I don't, I don't, I, I like, that. I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. The Dark Tournament was better than their tournaments. <laughs> I'll like I, I don't, I don't want to see Krillin fight the smelly guy and then find out he doesn't have a nose. That's all I want to see. I, I want to see. Uh, I want to playing see, in the background, twenty four seven. I want to see Hiei throw a fire dragon out of his arm and then destroy half the stadium and this guy named Bui, and his which arm is a funny name. <laughs> and his arm, yeah, and spend like three episodes hunched over in pain on like a cliff. Yep. <laughs> that yep. was funny. Uh, yeah, that was I. That's actually one of the. Let's see, that was the other anime that I I truly enjoyed that I actually finished. Um, obviously, Dragon Ball is huge fan of, so I'm not, I can't even talk about that. Like I've watched everything Dragon Ball um, to this day. Uh, Yu Hu Hakusho though was um, probably the only other anime I finished besides. Um, Gundam Wing, which actually I think I finally sat down and was able to watch Gundam Wing maybe four years ago because as a kid, I hated politics stuff. Like I couldn't get into anything that was like trying to inform me or, you know, anything that wasn't for like a immature brain. I I just like that made you had to think. I was like, no, I don't want to think. I think enough during the day. I don't need to be, you know. Uh, so, but that's, that's actually a really good show. And, um, 
Gun, uh, Giver, the Giver, but the Giver never finished the bio suit um, or the bio boosting armor. Giver, did you ever see that, Jonah? I, I've never seen it. No. Yeah, that's um, it's a great. It was a great Ova series, and then but again they just kind of left it at like a cliffhanger, and then they came back and re and remade the series, and it was actually pretty good. But then again. It got canceled halfway through, but at least this time it ended where it's like, okay, I can, you know, I can accept this ending because you can, you can figure out, like, you can assume what's going to happen next, but, um, it was, uh, that was a good show, both good shows. And I, I wish that they would either bring it back and finish it or remake it again and finish it. I just, they, uh, yeah, but that was the other one that. I pretty much watched all the way through because I tried Naruto, but I couldn't get into it. No, I tried Naruto. Uh, I, I I watched a fair amount of Naruto, and it was it has it has a lot of just garbage. There's there's a lot of cool moments, but most of it is just filler. And uh, well, that's what I, I heard. You have to watch it in like a very specific, um, like if you're watching it, you have to watch a very specific numbered order, or else you're gonna just seep in the filler that's nonsense yeah um and then they said yeah then you'll enjoy it. but i tried but it's just and i couldn't get into it and i think it. uh i think another thing that i didn't like about it was even the non-filler episodes and stuff the uh the big fights or whatever everything is kind of drawn out a bit mm-hmm. and i don't want to say and you know i like i like dragon ball z a lot they draw their stuff out too but i just it it hits different you know dragon ball hits different compared to naruto yeah, like I, I can, I can forgive like, it. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about Dragon Ball. I think it was, like I said, I, um, to you, you know, but the the listeners, I, uh, Dragon Ball came into my life at a at, at like a good time. Um, I think I was, uh, I was like thirteen or fourteen years old. It was on its second run of the series which it ended at uh the explosion of namek so i was re- i was i caught it at the second time i saw i think my brother was watching it the first run because he he was into gundam wing so i think it came after gundam wing or before it so he had it on and i remember like kind of just glimpsing at it real quick and like i'm like what the hell is this like what are you watching now and um i thought nothing of it but then uh it came on again and i just remember being like what is this? It's cool because, like, uh, in seventh grade, I had my first experience. Not, I wouldn't call him a bully, but he was a bully to others, but he wanted to fight me at some point. And I just remember being like this, and this person was like a lot taller, a lot stronger. And I just, uh, like, nothing came of it, but it was just something where it was just like my first experience with that. And, uh, like, I, I started noticing more people get like bullied and stuff like that. And I just wanted to be like, no, you you wanted to um, be like stronger and stand up to the the weaker guy and stuff like that. So I remember watching Dragon Ball, and just like that whole thing is about. Well, I should say the American version, but that's all I knew at the time. The Japanese <laughs> version is basically the real version of Goku is basically Goku just wants to fight strong people. The American yeah. version of Goku is he's pretty much like the righteous. Like he fights for the week and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, I caught it um, when he was on Namek and he was training to get to Namek and 
I was like, wow, this is pretty crazy. Like, it just, I don't know what it was. It was just like something new I've never seen before. The style was, was, was very attractive. And, and then, uh, like, it's just about like, and it's not like some where like he just magically woke up with powers. Like he trained and like anyone can train. It was like the Rocky where it's like he earned every new power that he got because he trained real hard for it. And it was just like, like motivating to be like, yeah, you know, you can do that too. And it got me into like wanting to like run and like do push-ups and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. It was just, I don't know. <laughs> it was just cool. It also made me want to do that. I just never did. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm pretty sure uh, the entire reason I did karate for so long was Dragon Ball. Like, I started because of Dragon Ball Z yeah, and Dragon Ball and uh, kept it going because of that. Well, I always I always wanted to do karate. Um, I mean, I was a huge Ninja Turtle fan, uh, the original show. And then Power Rangers came out, but karate was too expensive for my parents, so I never got to do it. I remember I was I got to do like the free buddy night thing with my friend in like fourth grade, and I'm like, oh mom, dad, it's so awesome, we gotta do it, and they're like, no, no. <laughs> they like, tried talking me out of it. They're so like, oh, they always make it look fun when you go there for buddy night and stuff like that, but it's like, no, it's just expensive. It's like you can do jumping jacks and push-ups in the lawn. Why do we gotta pay expensive price for you to do? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So watching Dragon Ball, it was like. It, like, brought that whole, like, karate and, like, uh, you know, standing up for, like, the... Standing up to the bully and, like, becoming strong on your own and stuff like that. It's not like you're Superman where you're just born with powers and... Or you're, you're Power Rangers that you get powers and stuff like that. Or So it was, like, all teaching you, like, to, to work hard or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, but it was just, it was just awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It... It uh, it hit a lot of notes that resonated to my young self, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and it was and like then, mature because the people were dying, and it was just like something you never seen. Like no one dies in Power Rangers; they all just shoot sparks out of their suits. <laughs> yeah, then, Goldar's uh, Goldar's gonna come back. He's he's not dead. He'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they all retreat. They all retreat yeah. just before like the main villains go, and. uh Ninja Turtles they never killed anybody um so yeah it was like neat to be like wow you know you have this main character Krillin and he just like dies and <laughs> they just blew him up just oh my god and, like you have Freezer ripping like people's arms off and stuff you're like this is nuts this is crazy so and I remember yeah cause I was like 13 when I first saw it and then oh but it just, like, carried me through, like, my life. Like, today, I still read Dragon Ball Super. Like, I'm always, like, the new issue comes out. I'm, like, well, I'm like reading it. But it's just, it's always with me. And uh, I remember I was probably, like, 16. And I was sleeping over at my friend's house. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, they had the uh, the midnight showing of, on Saturdays, like, the Toonami midnight uncut version of Dragon Ball Z. And I just remember, like, going upstairs and, like, turning on his TV and just, like, switching it to Toonami at, like, 12 o'clock at night just watching it. And he's like, John, what are you doing? He's like, what are you, are you watching cartoons? And I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you for having me over. Like, I was just, like, not even apologetic. I was like, no, this is happening. 
I'm like, this is the uncut version. I'm watching this right now. <laughs> this isn't cartoons. This is anime. That's it. I was like, this is this is the real deal, my friend. You should you should jump on this train. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think I I think even back then, uh, nobody uh, nobody in my school was really into Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, and it was kind of like kids' thing to do. So I'm pretty sure I just like didn't talk to anybody about it ever. You know, so I yeah, I um, like uh, my buddy Carmine and I. That's that's exactly how we ended up being friends because of the Dragon Ball. Um, and uh, but I would always like see somebody with like a Dragon Ball. Fig- I remember again, like it was uh, I first saw it when I was thirteen. I think the year later, I saw a kid playing with like Super Saiyan three, like Goku, like imported from Japan, and I'm like. What, what is this? Like, what? what is that? And he's like, oh, this is Super Saiyan 3. I was like, what? There's a 3? And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a 2. I'm like, I'm so intrigued by this, like, notion that... Spoilers, bro. Yeah. And then that a kid that imported a shirt that had the... Uh, I mean, it's everywhere now, but the picture of Goku, like, with all his forms, and then Super Saiyan 3's got, like, the, the key blast... Or his uh, Kamehameha coming out the front. Um, I saw that, and I was like, wow, that's so amazing. And it's just like... And um, you start, like, talking to these people. And one kid, his dad would travel a lot. So he would actually bring home, like, tapes from Japan of Dragon Ball. So, like, we're still on, like, the Frieza saga. He's telling me what the hell's going on in the Cell saga. And, like, even, like, a little bit of the Boo saga. I'm like, wow. Like, it just (laughs) blew my mind of what was, like, coming. And I'm like, so then I went out and spent, like, 300 bucks on imported Dragon Ball GT and uh, all the Dragon Ball Z movies, <clears throat> which were, like, they all had, like, the swear words in it and, like, stuff like that, and you're like, this is crazy, and, uh, yeah, it, it was, I was, yeah, definitely hardcore into into <laughs> Dragon Ball, so, because we were still in, I think we're still in the Cell Saga, and I'm, I'm like, or just getting into Boo Saga when, when I had the Dragon Ball GT stuff, and I'm like... I'm like, dude, you guys are still on Dragon Ball Z. I'm on Dragon Ball GT. Dragon <laughs> Ball GT all day. <laughs> I love and, uh, all my homies love Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was nothing to boast about or brag about. I'm like, looking back, I'm like, yeah, I never owned GT. Nope, nope, never watched it. <laughs> I didn't spend any money importing Dragon Ball GT. Thank you very much. But it was but it, but it was funny because even on the website, like, because. Dragon Ball GT is notorious for having, like, the first worst, like, how many episodes until it actually got decent yeah. before the baby saga. Um, but anyway, yeah, all I got was, like, the first, uh, was the baby saga and then the Super 17 saga. I never got the, the Shadow Dragon saga, which <clears throat> at least I got to see when it first came out in America. So at least it gave me hope still. I- yeah, I feel like I skipped around GT a lot because I remember bits of each saga. I just mm-hmm. don't remember how each of them like resolve or how they got to them. Yeah, like I remember, I remember some of the Shadow Dragon stuff, and uh, I remember them tra- looking for the for the God. I remember the baby fight. That was pretty cool. Uh, the baby Vegeta. Yeah, that was that was good. I I. But it's like, uh, like looking back, you're like, nah, that the whole series was a mess. Like it was just like, I don't know. Even looking back though, you look at 
like I watched the Abridged series, which is phenomenal, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you realize, like, the show was meant to end after the Frieza saga because that brought the whole thing full circle. Like, it brought... It closed, basically, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball... Or Dragon Ball, I should say. Because um, it was basically just full circle for Goku, like, his whole story, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh... But the rest was all fan service. Like, they wanted more, so then he, he ended up doing more. And then, uh... Yeah, it was just more and more. And then by the time GT came out, it was basically just, like... Like, Akira Toriyama just came up with, like, character designs for, like, the, the things. And then he's just like, all right, here you go. Like, he, he probably didn't even care by that point. He just was just like, all right, whatever. <clears throat> but. And then Super came out. And, you know, it had oh. a rough. I think I think Super had a rough start. Because it started out with the two movies, which were good. But then, instead of, like, just taking place after the movies. The first episode was, like. Okay, we're going to retell the movies. And you're like, but I don't want to sit through all these episodes. But yeah. At least they added some fun stuff to it anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> but Super super was great. One thing I, I kind of noticed was, uh, or at least the correlation I made between GT and Super was that in GT, they really did Vegeta dirty. Like, he didn't have a good time in GT. Nah. But in Super, they're really kind of bringing him up. He's actually... Uh, He's actually a contender this time, you know? Uh, it's not just the Goku show. It's Goku and Vegeta again. Yeah, which is good. I mean, <clears throat> it's... Uh, I like to see... I mean, Gohan's... I mean, the, Gohan's yeah, kind well, of nerf. The, or, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just... He's like a throwaway character now, but... Yeah, that's a disappointment after uh, after how badass he was. There's himself. so many opportunities they can do with Boo, but they never do it because it's probably so easy to make him like overpowered again. They, <laughs> they made him fall asleep just because of that, right? Yeah, they're like they they could have used him in like some creative ways. Like at the end, they could have like had Boo like volunteer to like absorb people, right? Like imagine if everyone just like on purpose got absorbed by Boo, and then that's how they defeated uh, Jiren or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But they just kind of nerfed him. We're just like, nah, he fell asleep. He can't come. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so you're saying, like, the whole time he was wrecking havoc on Earth, like, all they had to do was wait for him to sleep? But then he does sleep, and he only sleeps for two seconds in that scene when, when he's, like, and he makes his little clay house. Yeah, he, yeah. He takes the bath and he goes to sleep. He only he literally sleeps for two seconds and it was like he's fully awake. So they just like completely rewrote his story to be like, yeah, no, he's he's a he's a hard sleeper. He can sleep for months. It's like really <laughs> could be years even. It's, yeah, years. Oh, is this is this the thing now? Is this is this how we're not? I don't know. <clears throat> so now it's now it's Frieza's uh, retconning, I guess. Or yeah. I guess you can never retcon. It's the Frieza show now. He's like the main <laughs> villain out there. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing uh, I I did like that they made Roshi and the other guys kind of part of the tournament also. You know, yeah. they, they, it doesn't make much sense why they're not killed. Well, I guess not allowed to kill them. <laughs> why but, they're not you know. killed instantly. <laughs> yeah. And shame I like, even trying. <laughs> but why they I even like showed that up at all. <laughs> I like that they were included. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. It's nice that they're included because but, that's, uh, 
Yeah, but Dragon Ball Super made me like Seventeen a lot. Like Seventeen's cool now. Like yeah, I like I like how they they uh, did a nice story on him and gave him uh, you know instead of just being this killer android, they actually let him like become a character. Yeah, and uh, a good character too. Yeah, I, I remember uh, at the when I was reading the manga or the manga, I never knew how to say that. Manga. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the end, when everyone's giving Goku the, his their spirit force, when when you see Seventeen again, I was like, "Oh my god, that's Seventeen! Yeah. yeah. You just see him. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, how you yeah. doing?" Uh, I, I was uh, pretty hyped for that, and then we never saw him again until GT, and that was. I mean, I, I don't think I, I think I kind of liked Super Seventeen. I don't remember, but it just didn't make any. Well, I don't know. I should say it made sense at the time when I first saw it. But it doesn't at the same time. It was so long ago, I can't really talk GT, about GT, it. GT made it be like, if you go to hell, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Because that's what the characters were doing. They're just wandering around. Like, Jiro met up with Dr. Mew in hell and created another 17 in hell. And that was able to open a portal from hell to merge with another 17 and create hell on Earth. It's like, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> But they yeah. needed a, they needed a reason for that to happen. So it's it's like somebody had the idea. What if two seventeens became one seventeen? And yeah. they're like, let's build a story around it. Yeah, figure Does it, it out. Make sense? No, but let's do it anyway. Doesn't need to make sense. Yeah, just want that Toriyama money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I heard that Toriyama didn't even do GT. Like it was whoever owns the Dragon Ball. Toei. Uh, yeah, they were just like, we want to keep it going. And Toriyama's like, I don't have anything else for you. <laughs> yeah, so basically, because there's a lot of, like, um, pulling from whose who's fault is GT. Yeah. As sad as that sounds, but people were saying, um, you know, Toriyama basically had more involvement than you think in the beginning, which was basically character design. So he's the reason why Vegeta looks the way he does. Super Saiyan 4 the way it does. Even though, I don't know, I don't think Super Saiyan 4. I'm pretty sure someone else created Super Saiyan 4. Um, but anyway, I like I said, I don't have any diplomas on my wall, so this is just off my top of my head. But anyway, yeah, it's, I, it's basically a little bit from here, a little bit of there. He had a little bit of involvement, but then Toei wanted to just kind of run with it, um, create stuff on the go, because there wasn't a manga that they were following. They were just kind of like, all right, let's just see where it happens, and like... But you got to understand, too, <clears throat> the biggest fault of GT or downfall of GT was the fact that it was series fatigue because the show has been Dragon Ball has been on constantly for 10 years without mm -hmm. a break, pretty much like in America. We had the breaks because uh, Funimation or whoever was dubbing it you know, needed the time to dub it. So there was always like repeats of episodes. Like this was like a continuous run with the manga and the show, like constantly for over 10 years. So by the time it got to GT and stuff like that, like their idea was to reboot it and like make and get a new audience involved. Like that's why they're like, Oh, we'll make Goku a kid again. So kids can like relate. And it's like, that's a horrible idea. It makes <laughs> no sense. And the fact when he turns Super Saiyan 4, it, it like, he's an adult again. 
and it made no freaking sense because his clothes disappear and then reappear when he's a kid. Like I, I just <laughs> he gets new it, clothes. It makes when no he sense to me. I it's as stupid as it sounds. I just hate how that happens. Yeah, no, I I get it. It's it's I want like... a little bit of realism in my anime. <laughs> like I don't want to have like this magic nonsense happen. That's like oh now he doesn't have clothes. Oh, it's like now he does. it's but it's he was like wished Sailor by Moon. this he was wished by this black star dragon to become a kid. And you can't use a normal dragon to reverse it because it's too powerful. And yet his Super Saiyan 4 spits all over that and makes him an adult again. But he doesn't stay an adult. He's got to go back to a kid when he's at a Super Saiyan 4. Why? How? How does that even yeah. happen? Makes no sense. His bones are just growing and shrieking at an alarming rate. <laughs> nope. But uh, I think I think the thing that really bothers me a lot about it is the fact that he gets... He just, Changes clothes when he transforms. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, it's it's, I just, I don't it's like, like it's like Sailor Moon's magical girl transformation. He just she just gets new clothes and she does a little dance. I always pause it because I was like, "Ooh, is she naked in that scene?" But it was on TV. <laughs> and it wasn't, she wasn't gonna be naked. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, that I but, watched uh, Sailor Moon, but it did come on before. Dragon I watched Sailor Moon. So, Sailor Moon was the Sailor Moon was great. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm secure in my manliness. It was Sailor on was before great. Dragon Ball, I think. Dragon Ball Z. So usually sometimes would catch it and then like you catch the end of it when they're doing that, the transformations, and I'm like, I just don't get what's happening. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> One thing about Sailor Moon is I'm pretty sure the transformations took so long because it was just you had one character transform and that sequence was forever. And then another character transforms, that sequence took so long. Yeah. And then by the time everything's done. It's like five minutes have passed. You don't have that much longer left in the episode, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, that's so. Yeah, that's how they burn time. Yeah, yeah. Cause, it's lazy, but you know, a, a show it. on TV is only about twenty minutes, and then the rest is commercials to fill in the slot. And then when you have a fifteen-minute transformation, <laughs> that's why <laughs> Dragon. Ball, that's why show. Dragon Ball Z was like five episodes for for certain uh, parts because they would spend half the episode powering up, as the joke says. Yeah, I remember that when he was about to transform into Super Saiyan three, he was yelling for a lot, <laughs> like a yeah, long time. Yeah, but that I was remember. epic. The the English version that was, of that that was with, epic with the Bruce Faulkner music in the background. I mean, if that doesn't pump you up, man, that's like, that's awesome. Like, I that's yeah, that's fantastic. When I first saw that, I was like, yes, I don't care how long that's happening. That's that music just makes everything, everything amazing. Uh, speaking of Dragon Ball music, uh. You've played Dragon Ball Budokai, right? The for for the PlayStation Which Two one, the first one, the just yeah. just Budokai. Yep. Uh, it got re-released in uh, like PS3, P, uh, 360, but without certain music because mm -hmm. apparently I didn't know this. Apparently, the guy that made the music in the original stole it. <laughs> he like plagiarized it. Yeah. And there was a big lawsuit. They had to remove it. Yeah. So yeah. the thing. The thing for me is that the, the the music that they removed is so ingrained with my like memories of Dragon Ball Budokai that I don't think I can play it properly anymore and like really? feel the I same don't remember. way. I don't remember the how the original score would go anyway. I yeah, have no well, idea. Well, it's probably I, I'm, I'm sure. Somewhere. I'm sure if you see like a if you like look up a video of some of the, some of the like the the music or the a fight with music in the background. You would just like just come flowing back in because it's 
for me, it, I played Budokai one and I, one and three a lot, and it's just it's stuck in my head, and I it's so different having a different song play instead of that song. The one thing I remember about the first one was there was a rumor because everyone was disappointed that you couldn't go past the Cell Saga and there wasn't a lot of playable characters. But the rumor was if you beat the game on hard mode without, or one of the things was it was either the hard mode full story without dying or like the tournament on hard mode without dying. And you had to do like a very specific thing, a list of things you could unlock Super Saiyan 4. And again, this was before like you can just pull out your phone and Google something. Like I was down at my grandmother's house so I didn't have internet anyway. And I remember it being a snowstorm. And I just remember, I was like, well, I got nothing better to do. I tried it. And it took me so long to try to do. And I found out the hard way that that does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. But you never know because it's like, oh, maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe they, why would they put Super Saiyan 4 in there? I don't know. Let's give it a shot. I remember I was really into uh, those those kind of theories with Pokemon, like oh, yeah. uh, like behind Bill's house there was like a little path and it was like oh if you do this you can jump over Bill's house and go go over there to catch all these weird Pokemon or I think everybody's heard of the the Mew under the truck at SSN, you know? Probably it's, just the, it's I I remember something like that. There was something where yeah yeah you use straight on the truck, but it's it like it, there was nothing there, right? Yeah, it's it's nothing. You can't even get there. You know, it's like, it's, uh... it's like going way back to where um, I think it was the original Tomb Raider or Tomb Raider Two, but there was you can play at the mansion, her mansion, and if you got to this door because there's a timer on a door, and if you can get to that door door and in, there was like uh, I think you can like unlock her naked or something like that or whatever <laughs> it was, or you see her naked or something. So like. Let's just say a young me was trying really hard to see that. <laughs> but it was so hard. Like, I had it on, a, <clears throat> I had the game on the PC. So I would, like, I got it to the point where I didn't even look at the screen. I was literally just memorizing when to push the buttons, like the order of the buttons to jump and, like, <laughs> so. That's, that's, that's never actually really it, funny. Uh, I, I remember. I believed in a lot of these Pokemon rumors so much because one of them worked. <laughs> one oh, of them, one of them worked, and it was the the Mew glitch, not not the Mew under the truck, but it's it's uh, if you do a specific uh, specific things in game, you're able to force a Mew or any Pokemon, depending on what you fight, but specifically a Mew is what people wanted to spawn <clears throat> at level seven. That that it, sounds it, so familiar to me. It's yeah, been so it, long since. I mean, I honestly haven't played. I had Pokemon Red, and I haven't played that game in since it was like, yeah, since it probably since it came out. And yeah. Like, but anyway, I, that sounds so familiar that I I probably I probably tried that one. Yeah, because that, that was I think the biggest thing because it was the only one that worked, and it was yeah. so weird that it worked. And I was I remember I watched a video about it why it works and. It's a lot of technical stuff about how the game is coded. You went into, you actually went into like, why does this work? I can't be no, satisfied I, with having it. I got to be like, no, no. Why? When I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh my god, it works, yay! But like, last couple years, I remember at some point I looked it up. I was like, why did that work? 
That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's very interesting because I don't know if you ever had um like the actual physical digi Digimon like which was the actual like you had the little Tamagotchi kind of thing. Yeah, and then you like you fought like somebody. Um I I never had that. But there was a it was like basically the cool person's Tamagotchi is what it yeah, was. Yeah. Before Digimon was like an actual like cartoon and a thing. This was like a, a cooler version of a of a, a Tamagotchi. So, but there was a glitch in there because the the most powerful thing you can get was a Teddy Mon, which was basically a teddy bear that shoots fireballs. Hell and yeah. but you can get that by resetting the game with like a little piece of plastic, and you kept sticking it in. <clears throat> and if you glitched it right, you would actually spawn an adult Teddy Mon and. There you go. You go to the playground that day and you like conquer the whole world. But then everyone figured it out and then everyone just threw their Tamagotchis in the garbage. <laughs> oh, or their that's, Digimons. That's, yeah, that's funny. But that was fun. That was But I I, I I think I did that. If it worked on Pokemon Red, I'm pretty that sounds so familiar about that glitch and I, I or whatever you had to do, and I'm pretty sure I tried it. Yeah, and uh, apparently you're able to spawn any Pokemon you want using this glitch, depending on like the last Pokemon you beat. I don't uh, know about that part. I just no, no. It's like I didn't know about that part either because the glitch yeah. we we heard about was Mew, but like the video I saw a long time ago talked about how you can spawn anything you wanted based on like what was the last thing you fought. Yeah. So maybe. I I just remember like there was a way to because Mew was like the one to get, and I I. I'm pretty sure there was like, yeah. I mean, this is going back in my my memory bank, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what a, that's a thing that we did tried to do yeah, anyway. I think if somebody's really into Pokemon back then, uh, they would have tried it. They would have seen that. They would have tried it because it's oh, not absolutely. hard to do. <laughs> so if anyone if anyone wants to play Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow, give it a shot. You know, look up Mew glitch. I'm not gonna not gonna tell you what it is right now because it's kind of complicated <laughs> but, but Jonah uh, knows how it works he knows all the technical details I technically know the technical details but, but I, I don't he I don't understand do it them. until he knew why why it happened <laughs> no I did it I did it and I had a Mew I just Jonah didn't understand just, why <laughs> Jonah was that, that child that like walked out of his house and just stood, stared at the sky and was like why am I here why, why does the sun hurt my eyes <laughs> I can't stop looking until I find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonah, I think we're going to end it on that note. Cause we, this, was, uh, this was supposed to be a 30-minute podcast. It was. This was going to be a test. So, yeah. But hey, this ended up being a full episode, and hopefully everything worked technical-wise. I'm very anxious to find out. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have an episode. So we'll end it there. I think it was a good intro. Um, but this is basically how our format's going to go. We're just going to jabber on about anything. And uh, it could be uh, geeky. It could be about family pro tips because <laughs> that was in there. <laughs> pro tips. Pro tips. We'll teach you how, how to fun. get a Mew in uh, Pokemon Red or Blue. <laughs> exactly. And then we'll tell you why it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Tell Him JJ Why It Happens. <laughs> so I don't know how to end it. I should be like, you've just been told. Bye. JJ. <laughs> um, also, also, if you're watching, if you're watching this podcast, my eyes are going everywhere because I'm having the worst time, just like figuring out. No, because I know I'm supposed to be looking up here, 
but I, I can't focus until I'm looking at you. <laughs> you I, know? I believe so, you. So you just see me just going down, down, up, down, up, down, up. So just uh, don't look at my screen if I you want to not be distracted. I was noticing that on your angle of your camera, looking at the FaceTime, and I'm like, you know, you're, you're, that's going to look really weird on your, uh, yeah. your um, webcam. I glance up every yeah. now and then. I'm just like, whatever. So just I kind of keep. I try to keep them as close as I can, but my the cord going into into the roadcaster to the phone is so short that I'm like, um, no, like okay. So I gotta have like, it a little <laughs> askew to the to the side. So there I'm looking at the webcam. There I'm looking at Jonah. So now well, you know if you're watching this. If you're not watching this, get on it because we're on YouTube. But I understand it's more convenient to listen and while you're on the go. But if you want to stop by YouTube, go ahead. Tell them JJ podcast that is our youtube channel the only way to find out how mew is caught is by watching the video that's it that's the only way so anyway i'm johnny b i'm jonah t and you have been listening to another or your first tell them jj podcast we'll see you in the next one have an awesome day peace peace